What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, everyone, to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. I'm so sorry that it took me so long to post another episode. Uh, The time got away from me. I got sick and (laughs) just didn't feel up for it. I was really lazy, to be honest. And um, But anyways, I was trying to post as much as I could on social media and stay active on my Instagram. But I am back for another episode, and I have a bunch of tea that I have found that I over the last few weeks that I've been wanting to share with you guys and get get you guys all caught up on the same drama that everybody else has been following, because uh, that is my job. <laughs> so welcome back, and let's get started. Side note, I am living in a house with lots of animals, so if you do hear dogs barking, um, I apologize. I do not have a soundproof studio because I'm not a millionaire, so uh, <laughs> please keep in mind that while you're listening, you may hear an occasional bark here and there. I'll try to cut out when I hear it, but, um, you know, we might be diving into some great tea and I don't want to end the take. I mean, let's be real. So I'm starting off with Beverly Hills today. Kathy Hilton's good friend, Ursula Nesbitt, may be joining the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Her name has been reportedly been tossed in the ring for season 13, which is expected to begin filming early 2023. Ursula appeared on Kathy's daughter's, um, Kathy's daughter, Paris, Um, Hilton's show Paris in Love and she and Kathy crashed Paris's bachelorette party if you guys remember that her connection to Kathy isn't the only thing that Ursula would bring to Beverly Hills she is married to Patrick Nesbitt who is the CEO of Windsor Capital Group Ursula and her husband live in a 65 million dollar Montecito mansion that has a regulation size polo field and also has connections to other socialites including Bling Empire's Christine Chu on top of that She is friends, uh, or not friends, but she follows Kyle Richards and Sutton Strack on Instagram. It was previously reported on All About the Real Housewives that Kathy has made it clear that that Beverly Hills should need some casting changes in order for her to return for season 13, and she said that Lisa Rinna or Erica Jane would need to leave for her to return. However, if Ursula joins Beverly Hills, Kathy may be inclined to stay on the show as she would have another ally to lean on. So stay tuned for casting updates on Beverly Hills because there might be a few more. Moving on from that, um, attorney Ronald Richards, who is undoubtedly Erica's biggest fan on Twitter and Instagram, revealed that Erica owes over $2 million in outstanding taxes to the state of California. He tweeted out, California Franchise Tax Board issues tax lien for $2,777,000 against Erica. This is for her 2019 taxes only, and he also said, at what point does she accept culpability here? She has to pay taxes on her income like all Americans. Ronald Richards also included a copy of the notice of tax lien filed against Erica on October 17th, 2022. The tax lien also includes Tom Girardi, and he said, these are personal taxes for 2019. This is a recorded tax lien. One fan noted, I see two names on this lien, not just Erica. How does it work? To which another fan replied, one still has an income to go after. The other is in a home. 
Another fan said, you can't claim the money without claiming the debt. While sharing an expert from Erica's own book that noted Tom's money was her money because the IRS tells her so. So I don't really care, to be honest, about her, you know, taxes and what she owes. But, you know, if I'm being honest, I mean, I know there's probably a lot of people out there who are on their own tax plans and stuff like that. I mean, it's not like you can just cough up or I don't know if she can or not, but like a lot of the money that we owe in taxes is like, you know, they need it right away. And it's usually a large amount. And I can't, I can't imagine that she has $2.7 million, like, you know, that she can cough up or throw out of her butt right away. So maybe she's on a payment plan. I mean, we all know people that are on payment plans. I'm on a payment plan for my taxes. I ain't ashamed of it. You know, it's expensive uh, to be a human and live in California. So I totally get it. But um, yeah, Ronald Richards seems to be her biggest fan. Moving on from that, Lisa Vanderpump is clapping back after Mauricio, Kyle's husband, dubbed her the rudest Bravo leb that he's met during a recent appearance on Watch What Happens Live. It was a rapid fire Q&A and Mauricio named LVP the rudest Bravo leb he's ever met. While Mauricio had the choice to drink over answering, he decided to get sassy by naming names. He said, oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to throw out Lisa Vanderpump. And Lisa is firing back on Twitter saying, silly man, I meet hundreds every day. I am never accused of that. Little puppet. Kyle has previously said that Lisa is super rude to her when she sees her out and about around LA, so much so that Kyle says she stopped being polite and going up to Lisa to say hello. Meanwhile, Lisa also threw some shade at Kyle on Twitter. Um, Bravo Snarkside posted a meme of uh, the two of them, and Vanderpump basically responded to it with some laughing emojis. It was basically, um, you know, just a meme making fun of both of them. Um, or, I'm sorry, making fun of, of Kyle. Um, I don't know, like, the rudest Bravo celebrity. I guess he's just, I don't know if maybe he's just trying to defend Kyle, but, like, I can think of a lot of other Bravo celebrity. I mean, that's a huge pool of people. I could think of a lot of different people that I would think were rude, but I don't know. To me, I don't, I don't see Lisa Vanderpump as rude. I feel like she's very, I don't know. I guess that's just his personal experience. So the infamous diamond earrings that everyone's been talking about that have been owned by Erica that are 750,000 or a million dollar earrings that Tom allegedly bought her in 2007. Um, apparently, so there's six carat, I mean, just a little refresher. There are six carat diamond earrings. Um, they've been, you know, thrown out as 750,000, a million dollars. However, the earrings actually recently hit the auction block with the bid starting at a mere $180,000. And ultimately, the earrings sold for $250,000 on December 7th, 2022. So it's kind of crazy because these are, um, you know, I mean, that's a lot of money to then just go down. But I guess if it's an auction, it's just crazy. So she was ordered to give them back and they were sold at auction. That's basically the end of it. And I'm sure we're not going to hear about it anymore. But I wanted to give you guys a conclusion on that. So according to page six, uh, Diana Jenkins was actually supposed to join the cast of Beverly Hills at the People's Choice Awards just a few weeks ago. And she didn't join because she is on bed rest due to her pregnancy. The insider revealed she's feeling great, but because of her health history, she's on bed rest. 
um, noting that Diana and her fi- uh, <laughs> Diana and her fiance Asher are very happy about welcoming another baby in the world. She and Asher are very excited about the new baby, but they're being very cautious, obviously because she's only a few weeks pregnant and because of what she's been through in her fertility journey. Um, they, they were hesitant. Diana is looking forward to growing her family since she loves every minute of motherhood and she was a bit bummed to miss the event, but the insider notes that she is listening to her doctor's orders, orders, which means lots of bed rest and relaxation. Um, that's definitely, I mean, congratulations for her. I I believe she's 49. So that's, that's, you know, great that she's able to carry, um, and, you know, wish her all the best. And I know that she still gets a lot of hate out there, but obviously I wouldn't want to wish anybody ill during that time so speaking of the people's choice awards sutton spoke with page six on thursday and said if you can think about the most awkward family thanksgiving dinner just ramp it up a hundred times it was the most awkward dinner ever it was like gritting our teeth awkward so she said that attending the people's choice awards with her beverly hills co-stars was super awkward She said, they told us where to sit. They just seated us. I didn't choose my seat. At the event, Sutton had to sit next to Lisa Rinna, and Kathy Hilton actually sat in between Rinna and Erica. (laughs) Um, Despite their drama, Sutton says that she and Lisa spoke a little during the award show, but she said, it's so dysfunctional, so sometimes one of us can say something funny and we laugh because we feel awkward. It's like somebody just say something. When it comes to Beverly Hills' current break from filming, Sutton admits that she's enjoying the time away from the cameras. She said, We're always on a break between seasons, but it's been nice to have a fall again. I'm on board for American Ballet Theater, and I got to go to our fall gala. I hadn't done that in a few years, so it was nice. My son is a freshman in college, and I got to go to Parents Weekend, and I'm having a store event, and having a store event without cameras is like normal life again, and I enjoy that. Uh, definitely whoever picked the seating for the People's Choice Awards, uh, either didn't watch the show or did watch the show and wanted to stir something up because literally putting Kathy in the middle of Erica and Rinna is like so iconic. I can't imagine a better seating chart. Um, I need Andy and a camera. I want to know how that whole event went. So former Real Housewife of Beverly Hills, Brandy Glanville, was recently on Tamara and Teddy's Two Teas in a Pod podcast, and she revealed that she and Kim are still aren't speaking after a falling out in 2021 kim richards uh she said i love kim we are not talking still but she's like a sister to me during covid i took her to the emergency room and then covid was hard for everyone we don't get along all the time we fight she's like a sister we would get in fights my kids love her but when she was mean to me i was mean back so i think she kind of just quit me despite the hiccup in their friendship brandy is hopeful she and kim will eventually reconcile She says she knows I love her and she knows I will never tell her secrets or share any of the shit we went through. And I do think she'll come back around at a point, but I'm not going to chase her down. Brandy also believes that Kyle and Kathy will mend fences after their fallout. She said blood is always thicker than water. The sisters will always come back together. Kyle is the person that holds that. She's the one that holds them all together in a good way. And according to Brandy, she would break up some of the two friendships on the show while getting rid of Crystal altogether. She said, it's like everyone has their final two. Kyle has Dorit, Rena has Erica, Sutton, and Garcelle. I would definitely break up some of the couples, but I don't know if I would start completely fresh. So I actually do agree with her. I do think everybody has a pair. And I think for Beverly Hills, instead of adding more housewives, I feel like taking some of those friendships and breaking up the dynamic would be interesting. Um, I'm not a producer, however, I think, you know, I think personally bringing Rena down to a friend role would be 
great in my opinion and maybe bringing Dorit down to a friend role because um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of bringing Dorit down would just be because I don't feel like there's a lot more personally that she could share, but I feel like, you know, she would be somebody that I don't want to lose on the show because of like the wealth aspect and, you know, just because we're invested at this point. And Rin is just, you know, causing so much shit that I think maybe bringing her down to a friend role would kind of eliminate the sort of pressure to, to bring it so often like she does. I don't know. So that's all I have to share with Beverly Hills. I'm going to move over to Miami. Just one quick thing to share because Miami is just now starting their fifth season. Uh, the 27-year-old girlfriend of Lenny Hochstein accused his estranged wife of harassment and bullying, but um, a judge found no just cause in the petition against Lisa. Upon review, the evidence presented is insufficient under the Florida law to allow the court to issue an injunction for protection against domestic, repeat, dating, or sexual violence or stalking. So after this dismissal became public knowledge, Lisa spoke out about the case to page six and said in a statement, in July of this year, my estranged husband's girlfriend, Katharina Mazepa, I don't know how to say her last name, filed for a restraining order against me based on an affidavit containing nothing but false and fictitious accusations against me. Thankfully, the judge saw through her vicious lies and antics and dismissed the case. She then claimed that this whole ordeal was nothing more than a cheap publicity stunt for um, Mazepa and Lenny. Lisa believes her estranged husband hoped that Katharina's restraining order against her would improve his position in the divorce proceedings. And Lisa continued by saying, I am glad that my attorney exposed her lying under oath and that I was fully exonerated. Now I can focus completely without distraction on what matters most, my children. I don't even know why this lady would need to file a restraining order against Lisa. I mean, that's just com complete bullshit in my opinion, but I don't know. Moving on over to Jersey. So Joe and Melissa um, just moved into a new Franklin Lakes mansion in Jersey. Um, but all about the tea reports that the couple has been hit with a lawsuit over unpaid building materials for their new home. A new lawsuit that was filed on October 17th claims that Joe didn't pay his contractors after completing the work on their home. On November 14th, Melissa accepted legal complaint from a sheriff at their home. Um, per the legal documents, County Concrete Corporation is suing Morristown Lost Development, which is owned and operated by Joe, for unpaid bills. The lawsuit reads, between September 2021 through January 2022, the plaintiff, County Concrete Corporation, provided materials to the defendants. Upon information and belief, these materials were utilized for various construction projects. The plaintiff provided materials to the defendants with a value inclusive of finance charges of $30,264. Joe excuse me, reportedly received the materials from County Concrete Corporation, but then ghosted the company and the company attempted various routes to obtain payment before taking legal action. The lawsuit was filed a month before the couple moved into their new home. On November 18th, Melissa revealed on Instagram that her family was moving into their new house. Since then, Melissa has been slowly revealing bits and pieces of her new home on social media to quite a lot of crit criticism, by the way. People are talking about the design of the exterior, um, how lavish the inside looks, how reminiscent it, uh, it is of Jen's home, um, also, how like the windows are not proportionate to the other spots in the house. I mean, it's kind of funny. Um, I haven't seen much of the new house, so I'm, I'm assuming we'll see more of it um, on the new season as we see her picking out different things. Um, 
So I guess we'll see. I also have here a recent interview that Melissa did with Us Weekly where she said, unfortunately, you're going to feel like it's the beginning all over again. That's what's unfortunate about it. So um, she is referring to the upcoming season of Jersey. The family isn't speaking, and Melissa says that they have no plans to see each other over the holiday season. Melissa and Joe will be having Christmas at their house instead of going to Teresa's house. She said there will be sprinkle cookies everywhere, and that was, I guess, a you know a joke. Uh, despite the family drama, Melissa admits that she is hopeful that the Gorgas and um, Teresa can heal their family after watching season 13 play out. She says, I always hope it's going to help, and I truly do from all angles, but sometimes it doesn't because we end up on that couch in the reunion wanting to go crazy. Meanwhile, Melissa and Joe also chatted with Page Six, where they admitted that they were confused by Louie's recent comments about Joe on Teresa's podcast. Louie recently dubbed Joe a good guy on Teresa's podcast, but fans weren't the only ones who were confused over the praise. Melissa said, we don't know. It's very confusing. There are a lot of ups and downs and a lot of inconsistencies, so we're wondering as much as you are. Joe said that Louis's comment about about his was real nice. He said, I am a good guy. Too good. That's the problem. Um, I keep seeing a lot of reports about the upcoming season of Jersey, and all I can say so far is that it sounds like it, it will be like early seasons where the fight... You know, I I don't know. It's so hard to say because we don't know for sure. But from what it sounds like, it's going to be pretty um, intense family dynamics. And I don't really know much yet, so I can't comment on it. So I guess, you know, we'll we'll have to stay tuned and watch. Moving on over to Potomac, we've had uh, quite... Um, <laughs> I feel like the episodes of Potomac have been great, you know, so far. Um, I, I don't know if we're reaching the end of the season yet, but... The episodes have been really great, and um, so as we saw in a recent episode of Potomac, Mia tossed a drink in Wendy's face at a dinner as they were having, you know, a verbal spat. After the drink toss, Mia and Wendy's argument intensified as the women got in each other's faces. The showdown almost turned physical, but both women were restrained, um, or restrained themselves enough to walk away as producers also stepped in between the women to prevent another Candace and Monique situation. Days later... Mia reactivated her Twitter to make a public apology, and she said, reactivated to say, my actions, toward my actions towards Wendy were intolerable. It's unfortunate that you will all attack my family, friends, and my businesses based on an edited TV show while I was committed to drama and entertainment. I must do what's best for my brand and partners. Much love, Mia. She also added, I take full accountability. I was wrong. No one deserves to be treated with disrespect. I'm sorry I let you all down. On Instagram, Mia shared a quote about being forced to be uncomfortable in order to grow, along with the caption, next chapter. I had to make you uncomfortable, otherwise you would have never moved. God. Um, Mia then shared the post on her Instagram stories and hinted that she may be leaving Potomac for good. She said, when you, have, when you had to fight your life to make it out, you no longer remain in places that bring, you out, bring out what you work so hard to overcome. For the sake of my children, my family, friends, staff, and business partners, I have to move on. Um, I mean, she was in the wrong. I really think she should just move on. I, you know, if, if, if you're asking for my opinion on that whole situation with her and Wendy, I really don't think that, you know, I, I don't think that Wendy's business with Peter, um, had anything to do with Mia, regardless of how good of friends they were. I, I think that Mia definitely inserted herself and then, um, and then got very upset over, you know, 
over Wendy clapping back and defending herself. I, I don't think that I don't think that Mia was provoked at all. And um, I, I don't know. I, I to me, I was mostly on Wendy's side with that. I, I didn't really understand Mia's side at all. I thought that she was way out of line, to be honest. And um, if anything, she should, you know, I don't know. I think that her Instagram post should have been a little bit more sympathetic towards Wendy. But that's just my opinion. Now, with that being said, I did catch that um, Wendy's mom was coming after Mia on Instagram in the comment section of a post. Um, she, um, I can't remember, I think, so she she went on, um, there was like an incredibly harsh Instagram post on Wendy's mom's page, and this came after Mia tossed a drink in Wendy's face. So in the rant, um, this is this is what she said. She said, well, 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 ugly inside out. Crater face Mia, a bombastic, ignorant, nonsensical, baseless, wannabe CEO troublemaker. You've bitten more than you can chew. You just messed with a wrong Nija. Mama bear baby. Oh, yes, Mia, you assaulted my baby, Dr. Wendy. Um, remember, he slash she who fights and run away live lives to fight another day. To hell with Mia and Peter. Oh, yes, I say, holy ghost, fire on Mia and Peter and thunderous amen. Um, Mia clapped back saying, Nigeria, yes, I can wave the flag because it's in my DNA, mama. But sis, too busy trying to defend, she never once took the time to find out we from the same land. So take your thunderous self on to the Holy Ghost fire and repent. P.S. My family knows your family, so TikTok mama, we don't receive threats kindly. And then um, Wendy's mom responded to that saying, apparently you do, you do now, you do know, understand the definition of a threat. Uneducated, classless, crater face. You should be worried about physically assaulting my daughter and issue a genuine apology. As I mentioned on my earlier post, the prosecution is watching. You should shut up and genuinely apologize. You have a mouth. You should use it and not physically attack my daughter. Free speech, Mia. Who do you think you are assaulting my daughter? You action. Your action was seen all over the world. Holy ghost fire. Sorry, the grammar is really just horrible in that. All that. Um, you know, I'm all for her defending her daughter. However, I, I just, the whole like crater face thing is like so rude. And like, I think Tamara on two T's and a pod said something about this. Like I, you know, I'm all for like the verbal, you know, whatever, but like when it comes to like commenting on somebody's physical appearance, I just think that that's so rude. And I feel like that's such a common theme on Potomac. Um, I, I don't know why they do it. Um, and actually, I feel like Jen Shaw does that a lot, too, on Salt Lake City. And I just don't like it. I, I feel like, why can't you just fight about something else? Like, why do you have to bring in their looks about, like, their ankles and their face? And I just, I, it's so rude, in my opinion. And closing off with Salt Lake City, on November 23rd, Jen Shaw's legal team requested that her December 15th sentencing be pushed until early 2023. Um, the letter that Jen's lawyer wrote to Judge Sidney Stein of the Southern District of New York, said, With the government's consent, we respectfully request the court adjourn Ms. Shaw's sentencing to January 6th, 2023, excuse me, and adjust the filing deadlines for parties' sentencing uh, memoranda accordingly. Uh, this isn't the first time that Jen's sentencing has been pushed. Um, back in October, the government pushed Jen's sentencing from November 28th to December 15th. So um, I guess we'll have to wait until January 6th to know how long um, her sentencing will be. So um, I, I 
I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why it gets keeps getting pushed back, but maybe I, I could only guess it's maybe that she wants to spend the holiday with her family, and maybe that was the reasoning behind it. I really don't know. I wanted to share some of this tea, um, in in my opinion, that I feel like is kind of major, but like also like I feel like not a lot of people know about it. Um, recently on a podcast called The Bitch Sesh, um, reported tea from a Twitter account, Yolanda Parody, which claims that Angie was initially set to be a full-time housewife, Angie Katsanavis, um, on Salt Lake City Season 3. However, that ultimately didn't happen, and that led to some major drama between her and Bravo. Because Angie was set to be a full-time housewife, she thought that Bravo would pick up the tab for her confessional looks and other expenses that occur during the season. However, when that didn't happen, Angie sued Bravo, allegedly. Um, They said, Angie K allegedly thought that Bravo TV would pay for all expenses, but since she never made it as a full-time cast member, Bravo dropped her and left her with all the expenses during the season. She also thought Bravo would pay for her rented confessional looks and makeup. Angie K was very upset and refused to pay the bills. She reportedly tried to sue Bravo TV, which eventually led to the termination of her contract permanently. Um... What's interesting is I recently, like, heard, you know, I, like, this just came out December 12th, and, um, and, like, I recently listened to her on, uh, Two Teas in a Pod, and I, you know, I actually am really enjoying her this season, but, I mean, if she's trying to sue Bravo over, like, you know, her not knowing whether she was a full-time housewife or not, I mean, girl, you're probably not going to get asked back, um, which is really kind of a bummer because she's actually the only friend of this season that I actually enjoy, Um, So I don't know if this is true or not, but if it is, that's kind of (laughs) shitty. And to close off with Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw returned to Twitter after walking away from the platform last month following Elon Musk's takeover. However, it seems that she couldn't stay away long enough, and she returned to go after Lisa Barlow. She tweeted on December 11th, I'm back at Lisa Barlow, get ready, bitch. And Lisa fired back at Jen's threat, telling her to get used to being called a bitch because it will be happening a lot in prison. (laughs) She said, bitch, that's a word you should get used to hearing. Are you mad that you didn't get a pair of La Boutons and taking it out on me? Go spend time with your family. Um, she's making fun of Angie Harrington because there was a video of her on uh, the after show saying La Boutons instead of whatever else is supposed to be. Um, anyways, Jen didn't stop there and she continued to go after Lisa and Whitney saying, if that's what we're doing, then you're as fake as your Cheeto, finger-licking good, spray tan, nose job, eye job, boob job. It's too bad your privilege can't get rid of those cankles, though, Jen said in response to Lisa being done with her on the show and in real life. As far as Whitney, Jen said she's a liar. She said, Whitney is a fucking liar. Little girl needs to find her words and the truth. Um, I just feel like, again, like, why come after somebody's looks? And also, I never understand why Jen is... Like, I physically do not understand why Jen doesn't like Lisa. I don't understand what Lisa has done to her. I just physically do not understand. Um, Anyways, I did message Lisa Barlow on Instagram the other day, and I told her that she better, um, she better, you know, stand up for herself at the reunion with Jen Shaw, because I'm sick of, you know, first of all, I want Lisa to hold her ground and be firm on her feelings and not defend the fact that she's been a good friend to Jen or whatever. Just tell her, like, put her in her place. I mean, someone needs to put <laughs> Jen Shaw in her place. And I'm rooting for my girl, Lisa Barlow. Anyways, I messaged her on Instagram and told her that she better um, let Jen have it at the reunion. And she said, I will. Um, I have no fucks to give. So there is hope. 
um, for the reunion this year that shit will go down. Well, my friends, we have reached the end of the Ultimate Breakdown. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, here is your Flash filming update. Atlanta is currently still filming for their upcoming season. They went to Portugal on their cast trip, so that should be fun. International trips again. Um, Beverly Hills is currently still on a break. Um, we don't really know yet when the definitive filming date will be. I keep hearing that it's going to be January, second week of January, but I don't know for sure. And contracts have yet to go contracts have yet to go out. So we we do not know a cast right now. I mean, all of it is really up in the air still. And um Miami is currently streaming on Peacock. Um it will be streaming week by week. Uh the first four episodes are out but you can stream on Peacock. I don't yet know when it will be available on Bravo, so I highly recommend you get Peacock so you can watch it. Uh, Jersey, I'm hearing that we could be getting a trailer for the upcoming season as soon as this week um, or um, this upcoming week, so stay tuned for that. I will be posting it as soon as I know. Um, New York is currently still filming for the reboot. I don't yet know about the legacy, um, when that will start filming and what the definitive cast will be, so I will let you guys know when I hear more info on that. Orange County, I'm hearing, could premiere sometime in February or early next year, so stay tuned for that, but they have finished filming. Potomac is currently still airing on Sundays, and the reunion has not yet been filmed, so I believe we're still well in the season. Um, Salt Lake City is still airing on Wednesdays, and the reunion is being filmed on December 15th, so... Um, that should be interesting. Um, <laughs> and Real Housewives of Dubai. I saw something on Twitter that for, you know, just for an update that that they are casting for season two. So I don't know what that quite means. I don't know if they're bringing the ladies back or if the production company is going in a different direction and they're picking new ladies. I don't really know. But um, so far, I think the plan is to do a season two, but there is no word yet. Um, and Vanderpump Rules should be airing soon. I don't know. I, I went back and looked at my calendar and the last episode for Vanderpump Rules, like when the reunion aired, was in January of 2022. And that was like, that's like almost a year ago now. So I hope that we're going to get the new season soon and I will let you guys know if I hear any info on that. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in and bearing with me and I will talk to you soon. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when I drop a new episode. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. AJ.